there are no segues td the show has just started hey welcome in gentlemen look uh welcome to the uh sunday strut um army at west point game edition joe before i get into it real quick and with with you and tilly what is the reasoning i, I noticed that they said it on the broadcast yesterday and the all the marketing and everything says army west point is it because there's multiple installations or why why is that you're asking, me, you're asking me a question that i don't know the answer to I, I've, <laughs> I mean just just to brand where they are i mean I, okay. that's, that's what i would assume to be the case you know well i was wondering i was kind of like man they kept it's army west point so yeah they've been, they've been calling themselves army west point for a while have they well yeah well, hey, like we mentioned earlier at the top of the show, look, welcome to the Sunday Strut of, uh, of the Strut Podcast where we recap the game that was and a little bit of the athletics that were, if you will, between the last time we uh, dropped the pod, which was on Wednesday through today. N not the result we were looking for, gentlemen, uh, but, hey, bigger plans, bigger opportunities, and a bigger game ahead. But we've got uh, Wednesday night to uh, discuss that. Let's get right into it. Um, and i tell you what, uh, Joe, you were there. We always like to start with you because anytime we're on the road, man, you, you were there. And uh, tell us what you saw and uh, from the booth and the headset. Well, I saw a team that came out in Army. Army West Point came out inspired. Their senior day, 35 seniors, they celebrated. And, uh, you know, they came out inspired. They came out in an offense, which we hadn't seen them run all season long. Five snaps, according to Coach Beck. I can't remember if he said that at halftime or after the game, but you know, we talked on the uh, on the pregame Army pod on Wednesday night about how they like to put the quarterback in the gun and, you know, just kind of snap it to him and let him run and throw it, but we didn't see that a single time. About two snaps in, you kind of figured, wow, this is what they're going to do today. You know, they went back to the old bread and butter triple, all right, the old flex bone stuff under center. You know, you got the orbit motion going everywhere, the, the slot backs, the B-back, and they ran that stuff, and they ran it well. They ran it really well. I mean, give them credit. They came out and did something that, you know, that I don't know that we really would have had a lot of time to prepare for anyway. You know, I know our coaches had to have known that that probably might have been something they would have seen. You know, our coaches are extremely thorough in their preparation. But, you know, once you get out there on the field and, and try to defend that stuff, it's hard to get ready for on the fly. And so I think you give Army some credit here. I mean, they took the first drive 75 yards and eight minutes off the clock. And that seemed to kind of set the tone, in my opinion, for the entire day, that first drive. Because it kind of gets you feeling like you got to speed up because you just don't know how many snaps, how many possessions you're going to get, right? I mean, so we won the toss to further they take it and score. We came right back with a quick one, though. Hit Jared with a big quick one. 7-7, seven, seven, felt pretty good, but then there goes Army again. Now they go nine minutes and score. <laughs> so it's 14-7. to seven. And then I think the biggest play of the game was the block punt. That put yeah. us two scores down. That was just a great job by their special teams. You know, we didn't – now. There were a bunch of guys back there on Evan Crenshaw before he could even unload the football. They block it and scoop it up and score with under 10 minutes left in the half. Looked like we might be down 14-7 at the half, which, okay, fine. We got the ball coming out. All of a sudden now we're two scores down, and it's just like, man, now, now you really feel, feel like you got to be sped up in the game. And then, you know, second half we just traded a couple of touchdowns. Had a chance at the end. Our kids fought and, and, and hung in there all the way to the end, give them credit, but couldn't come up with the, come up with the onside kick. And, you know, all, all hats off to uh to Army in this one. You know, they just came out and you know, Sat played us. They played better and they they deserved to win the football game. Uh Jet Guest did a good job first time back in a couple of games for him that uh you know we get him back on the field. He was out there throwing the ball around, looked pretty good. 
Uh, we didn't run the ball particularly well, but you know, again, we only had the ball for 51 snaps. We did, we had, we had less than 20 minutes of possession time in this thing. They had it almost 40, mm-hmm. right? A, a, a few, uh, a few records on the record watch as I wrap it up and, and, and turn this thing over uh, 15 rushes in the game. Going back to my point, that's the fewest running attempts in a coastal Carolina game ever ran the ball 15 times. And it's by about seven or so, uh, they completed zero passes in the game. They only attempted two. Both yep. of those are records, right? The, the fewest passes that any opponent had ever attempted against us was six. They they put it up twice, and we picked one. And I thought Lust might have a chance to take it back. There for a he second. almost did, yeah, man. You know, if I, we think they were trying to run a hook and ladder. That's why they had guys coming that way. But you know, anyway, they they threw two passes, completed none, and 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 won the football game. Um, the only other time that a team beat us with no passing at all, no passes completed, no passing yards. Want to take a stab at this one very, very, very fast? Um, I'm going to go either VMI or Citadel. No. Nope. How about how, how about Poncho Gate? <laughs> Does that, that ring a bell? Uh, really? Poncho uh, Gate. Stony Brook 2011. Stony Brook 2011. Stony wow. Brook 2011. They completed no passes, no passing yards, obviously, and they beat us. Wasn't that like, an, uh, like that. a nor'easter monsoon? That was in the nor'easter that day, and we had like monsoon rain jackets. Man. It was miserable. I think we threw two passes all day ourselves. But anyway, no passes. And, uh, again, we didn't run the ball very much, obviously. And that's how the game kind of played out. It was a short yeah. game, just over three hours. They won the game, and congratulations to them. If we're going to, you know, we went there with the, every intention to win. But if you're going to lose a game, you know, it's not a conference game. So everything is still out there in front of us mm-hmm. this coming week. We'll get into that later. But everything yeah. is still out there in front of us. Glad to put this in the rearview mirror. And, uh, you know, we'll move on from here. Yep. You know, sitting at home watching it, and, uh, had, you know, of course, we had, had you and Lane and the guys in the ear. I uh, had you all on the TV listening to it strut style. But, again, I'm acknowledging uh, – Joe, my, my points are going to compliment your points, right? I don't, we don't want to be long-winded, but I'm going to comment just a few things. The first word, the first three words I'm going to say are this. Frustrated, disappointed, perspective, right? Am I frustrated? I could probably speak for all three of us and many of Teal Nation and, and, and the Strutties. Frustrated, yes. Disappointed, absolutely, right? Because you go there with intention to win. Perspective, though. How many times do we say the word perspective in the first two, three, four, five weeks? So the perspective is this. We have a chance to finish eight and four, six and two in conference, win the East outright with no asterisk, right? We'll get to that later in this show and later Wednesday. But to comment what you said real quick, defense, Armour ran that double wing, you know, flex bone, you know, they ran it five or six times all year. I went back and looked. I think, you know, Coach Beck was right. I mean, it was – it was about five or six times I went because the games that I'd watched, the UTSA, the even the L, if there was a game they were going to run it to slow the game down, it would have been LSU, and they didn't. Right? If there was ever a game to slow a game down to an opponent that beat you sixty-six to, I think nothing or something like that or something, it that'd have been the game. But they came out in the in the in the flex bone or the double the double wing, uh, triple option, and they ran it to perfection all day, man. And look. Preparing for a team that runs it to the successful level that they have, one week is never enough. You want to try to catch those guys. And, Joe, you touched on it. Chili, I think you touched on it last year's podcast. Catching Army within the first week or two, you can actually during camp have specific days during camp that you can say, all right, guys, we're going to work on the option, you know, in this run fit session, right, in this, you know, this run skelly session, if you will, the thud session they call it. 
You know, I think, Joe, you touched on it last year like that. It's like having that time where you can designate during camp to do it is helpful. Also, too, let's be honest, y'all. The last five years under Jamie Chadwell, we ran an RPO offense so our guys could give our defense about as good a look as anybody in the country could because it's a natural process in which they run within the construct or concepts of their offense or all our former offense. So that's something to think about. But no excuses for Coach Niver and his defense. But look, preparing for double triple double wing or flex bone triple option takes more than two quarters of adjustments. I will say this though, tackling between the tackling between the tackles, we've got to do a better job going into JMU. They they're gonna see that and they're gonna utilize that against us. Run fit, run fit, run fit. Joe, you said it. Jared Guest was a little bit rusty, but overall was productive, made a poor decision down in the red zone, right? He tried to make a play. I'm never going to fault a kid for trying to make a play, right? Like, making a bonehead play is one thing. But if you go back and watch that film, when he releases it, Sam Pinkney is open. And, and if that kid doesn't make an absolute pivot play, that, that safety on defense, when he did and opened up to his left and went completely horizontal and just basically sold out, I mean, you go back and look at that play. It is a fingertip to fingertip catch by the Army safety, right? So, again, Jared Guest, a little rusty, hadn't played in three weeks, right? But highly productive. Highly productive. I'll touch on this too. Against a team that was dropping consistently eight guys into coverage, 10 yards or more, their safeties were straight across at 12 to 15 yards at most times, right? It's very challenging to throw into an eight drop defense. And if, if again, just for those that are listening, right, you know, his he was still 26 of 36, 279, three touchdowns, one INT, 59 of long. By the way, that we're like one of four now for any time we throw the ball over 30 times. That's Travis's little uh, data don't lie, but it can't be missed deceiving little point. Um, the last thing I'll touch TD on is – stands for the data. That's what it the stands data, for there. The data. You got, you got Joe the Nexus, TD's the data. Uh, special teams, it's unacceptable to have a punt block, especially when the week prior – Army just punt. They they blocked the punt, and ran it for a touchdown. Like they they showed us what they could do, but unacceptable for a punt block for a TD. Those points where the difference of margin of victory cannot be ignored. And also one thing is, look on special teams, you cannot fair catch the ball inside the ten. That set us up very challenging. Again, we're never going to call an individual young man out, anything like that. But overall, special teams mentality, overall approach, that's something that can be coached up. The good thing is, Joe Chili, everything that happened Saturday is coachable, right? Effort was there, you know, intensity was there. It's just, it's coachable. Um, we were 11 we were one of 11 on convertible downs. We were 0 for 1 in the red zone. Takeaways, JMU right now is going to review the Army game and implement all they can to light of lines with their talent, schemes, and abilities to run between the tackles and to do what they do. But that's something to think about that we'll talk about later. But that's it. That's my follow-up. I, again, initially upset, frustrated, but then you get to thinking, hey, Big picture, man. At BJMU, we can outright win the East next Saturday, and that's what we need to be 100% focused on as a fan base and as a program. Real quick, Chili, before we go to you, I just want to I just mm-hmm. want to add a couple, just real a couple of fast notes. I want, wanted to get to they they were extremely successful on first down, which is one yeah. thing that I was I, I touched on. We had to stop first down. You got to get negative plays. On we got beaten on first and second down all day long. All uh, day a, couple long. Of, a couple of guys that they did this this goes back to what they did differently. All right, so. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the stat. Okay, Tyson Riley had three carries all season long. Tyson Riley had three carries for seven yards all season long. Yesterday, he went 12 times for 112 yards, right, and a touchdown. I, John yep. Marshall, coming into this game, he had played wide out all year, had taken, uh, carried the ball eight times for 98 yards. Yesterday, he goes 
uh, seven for 64 to touchdown. I mean, that, yep. that, that's how different they were yesterday. So, right. anyway, it is. No, it, it was what it was. That's right. But I, I, the thing about it is, and I'll, I'll add this, and I'll, I'll step out the way of Chile, but you, you got to understand them as a fan base. When you look at – it's one thing if you're two, three games into the year, right, Joe, and they tried this new offense, Chile, if they try the new offense, and let's just say three weeks into the year and they go into a bye, and they come out of the bye and they do this, right? Like, let that sink in. If they come out of a bye or it's a couple weeks in, and they're like, all right, man, we tried this whole gun and run offense. And, and you gotta, here's the other thing. They were throwing the ball about 12, 13, 14 times a game in this new offense, right? Now, it wasn't anything elaborate, right? But that being said, you go from what they've been doing for 10 games prior to this one without a bye week, and they just said, the heck with it. Man, we're scrapping it. We're going flex bone or double wing triple option and we are literally not going to toss we're not going to toss the bean we're not hey we are not going to have a forward pass unless we have to and when they had to it didn't go well it was batted down and intercepted right so chili i'm gonna leave it to you man because you always have some great points but i just our fan base like i'm as pissed off as anybody that we lost but man at some point you got to look at all you know dropping eight on all on defense too Man, that's tough to throw into, man. That is tough to throw into. I don't care who you are. And they've changed some things up on defense that they had not done, by the way, the previous 10 weeks. So I, I really – I wrote the blog during the game, and I put a bunch of stats in there. So I'm, I don't think there's really a need to go into much more stats than what we've already said here or what we put out or what you can even find out as a fan. So I decided in preparation for today to go back and look at what Coach Munkin had said either before the game or after the game. And one thing I noticed that he said was he noticed that Coastal had a tactical advantage when the game went side to side using their speed to get around the corners and get down the field. So he decided condense the game into the middle of the field. The plan was to start the, this is his quotes. The plan was to start the game in the triple option. That was definitely going to be for the first series. I think that probably was because it was senior day. A lot of alumni were back who made it play football, remember the triple option finally and how well it worked for Army over the years. But then he said we saw that it was working and we stayed with it and decided not to deviate from it until coastal figured it out. And that's about as straightforward as you can get when it comes to what his decision was when it came to what they were running on offense. My second point was, I think we kind of walked into a perfect storm yesterday. It was senior day. Army had won two in a row. They were feeling confident. And then coach Munkin, again, I'm a reference at, uh, pre-game, post-game stuff that I watched about him, he and some of the players said something that I thought was really interesting, and I had never thought about this until I had a chance to watch their videos. And what he said was this, and this is some of the players saying the same thing, by the way. If you go beyond those quality wins that they had already had this year over Air Force, UTSA, and then count us as one of those, there were really two people they really, really wanted to beat this season. And this is what they said. Number one, beat Navy. Number two, beat Coastal. Yep. That's a quote from Army. Army said that. Beat Navy, beat Coastal. So they've been thinking about this game since last season. One thing that Coach Munkin also said in the uh, pregame was, quote, we let one slip away when we went to Conway last year. So mm -hmm. Army was ready for us. We walked into a perfect storm, I feel like, this past Saturday. And my last point is this. Are we going to look at this as a loss or a learning opportunity? JMU watched that game. 
they're going to run the ball Saturday. Mm-hmm. The Dukes don't want our fans to be there, fans. If you're listening, you need to be there. They don't want you there. We need to show up. This is going to be a game of do you have enough grit to bounce back? The goal is still in front of us. We can still win the East, still go to the conference championship game, win the conference championship game, go to a good bowl. All that stuff is still ahead of us. So it's time to bounce back. If we're going to make this, or if we're going to decide rather, if it's a loss or a learning opportunity, remember this. TD, do you remember what Coach Signetti said last year about how he wished he could hang 65 on us? Wasn't that yeah, the point he said? I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember King Richard and all his comments. Yeah. So he said something along the lines of, we should have hung, 60, hung 65 on Coastal when we went to Harrisonburg last year. So remember this. It's time to approach James Madison the way Army approached us. I don't think James Madison has a lot of respect for us still even one year later and everything that happened last year coming into what's going to happen here. I don't think they're going to be hurting a whole heck of a lot following the App State loss, to be honest with you. I don't know what they're going to be feeling. I don't know what Kurt Signetti's got planned for Saturday. I don't know all that stuff. But I know this, that either we're going to make it a loss or a learning opportunity. Take what we learned this past Saturday, prepare for it, and get ready for JMU coming into uh, Brook Stadium this coming Saturday. And fans, y'all got to show up. We got to have you there. Yep. I don't want a lot of. That, I don't want to see a lot of purple and streamers in Brook Stadium this coming Saturday. Yeah, streamers are for kids' birthday parties, not a college football game. Uh, you know, it's Chili. You're right, man. It look, it's a, it's perspective. It's. I, by the way, I don't believe in that whole. I don't subscribe to the. That was a good loss. By the way, you're not saying that. I know that, but you know, people say, "Oh, that that loss will get them ready." Man, a loss is a loss. I don't. I, I, one, the one thing it will do is it'll hopefully it'll piss our guys off for this week of practice, because also too, let me tell you something. App State, for all the things that we you know we hate App State and that rivalry is growing as it should, because now we've beaten them three out of the last four years. Could have been four in a row. Can't get off the show without noting that. By the way. Uh, we beat him in boom for the first time. And uh but they showed us away, man. You look, you gotta you gotta punch them in the mouth. And we'll get into that Wednesday, but man, it's look, it's a it's a tough place to put up there. It's beautiful. Joe, I, I, before we get off, I wanna now that you've been up there, how was that experience, man? Just if we could take just two minutes real quick. How, how was that experience? I mean, not just not only as or you oh, know, retired retired um army, um veteran but also just the overall football experience take two minutes and just let us know how that was that's phenomenal it's a great place i mean we were talking yeah going to the rose bowl is a, is a, is a, that's a bucket list place it was great to go to the rose bowl but there's just there's so much you know almost kind of like ucla is a little bit detached from the rose bowl i mean the rose bowl itself as a facility, as as a as a sports venue entity, was great to go to. But this is more than that. Going to West Point's more than that. You know, watching the you know the cadet corps come walk, marching on the field to the music before the game. I mean, that's just you know, I, I got chills watching it. I got some video of it. it. It's just awesome. I mean, and having been, you know, having been in the in the army thirty three years and recently retired. I mean, I admire so much what, what those young men and women do and what they represent. You know their their willingness to go and and serve a nation. You know, defend a country. It's just it was amazing. You know, it really was. And and I'll going back to App JMU real fast here before we move on to the next thing. We were on the charter last night. I mean, we were literally taxiing, ready to turn and burn 
as they're going to overtime. All of us have our phones, right? I mean, we're, we're watching this thing. They're in overtime. They're out there doing the coin toss. And it's like, we're not going to know who's, going, who's winning this thing until we get in the air back home. I mean, we're turning and burning. They're like, you know, turn your phones on airplane. No, nah, we're not doing that. We're watching, the, <laughs> we're watching the ball game. And, of course, you know, we're at 10,000 feet. We have no idea what's going on. And then somewhere up there, the pilot says it was App State 26 and JMU 23. And by then, everybody's knocked out sleeping. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just kind of a neat story from last night. Well, Jilly, I, I know we that we have right, by the way. Uh-huh. Did. Sure we did. did. Get that one right. We did get that one right. Let me tell you something. There's uh, look, we can we we need to touch on it either tonight or maybe we'll do it Wednesday. It's up to y'all. Maybe that's not in the game plan today, but touch on what the scenarios are. And I know I've been pretty adamant and probably annoying and, and been an ass about it, but there's only one scenario. We just win Saturday and it takes care of it. It takes care of itself. We don't need to worry about any other scenarios and any other complimentary avenues to get to the championship. The one thing I'm excited about is this. We when we wear their butt out Saturday, some form or fashion. For some, for I, I hope, I hope that I can text y'all because the asterisks on my phone won't work. <laughs> and neither well, will speaking, it anywhere else. Well, speaking of having a path to the championship, my path to the championship got a little bit easier in the Sun Belt Pick'em because I gained a game on both of y'all this week. I told everybody Wednesday, here comes Chili. Well, guess what, Joe? Here comes Chili. Uh, here comes Chili. I went six and three, I think. So I didn't well, do too bad. Joe, I got it right here. TD and Joe went six and three. I went seven and two. We oh, all got boy. Ole Miss defeating Monroe. We all got Mississippi State defeating Southern Miss. All that game was close. That game was closer. That game. That game was close. We talked really about was. that. We talked about that. How that that was. Look, you know, Southern Miss. They they made a mess of it down there for Mississippi State for a little bit. Um, we all three got App State beating JMU. Chili and TD, we were correct on Arkansas State and their seven points. Oh, oh my God. I took a what? bloodbath on four defensive touchdowns for Ark State in that one. 77 points. Dude, day in the like, morning. Dude, Texas State. Bowl. Yeah. Texas State just fell apart, man. Ah, jeez. Troy beat the culture, so we all three had that one correct. Um, Let me tell you something. Closer. That, that game, game was closer today. than a little bit. Absolutely. That game was- it was tight. I was I was mon- monitoring that game. <laughs> we had three Joe, TVs on in my house. Alone, Joe, you were alone on Nexus Island. USA defeated Marshall, so you got that one. And then I was alone on Chile Island picking ODU to defeat Georgia Southern because I said I believe in destiny, and boom, there it is. Now Get behind me, everyone. Here we go to the top. And then LSU defeated Georgia State. You know, I love I love a text I got from somebody. <laughs> my, my friend Adam Wilson, I uh, live down in Charleston. He said, "Are you seeing this Georgia State game?" I said, "Give it time. <laughs> Just give it." Yeah, time. It was like 14, it was, 14 for a minute. It was, then it was fourteen LSU, fourteen like, for we're done for about a quarter and a, quarter and a half, and then and then all of a sudden LSU just put on the afterburners, Joe and. No need to watch the rest of the game. Well, you knew that was going to happen. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was listening to Georgia Southern and Old Dominion. I was listening to my my good friend Danny Reed and their broadcast. And man, I, I they were sick. I mean, Old Dominion runs that thing. That quarterback takes off on the draw and he slides down at the five and they kick a, a walk off. They're just sick. I mean, because that their their path to any any East Division championship went up in smoke and ODU went that. that and it was funny watching watching Southern's players. 
and their fans just deflate. Uh, and that, and, that's, and that's how he sounded. And I, and I, uh, I would have been the same way if that had been me if I'd watched my team lose like but, that. Yeah, I, I take solace in this, both y'all, and I'll say this, that they would have done it to us, so I'm okay mm-hmm. doing it to them. So I'm totally okay calling out how they got deflated Saturday night Oh yeah, in the in what they call the prettiest little stadium in America. They do that. They 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 call it that. Uh, it it it's it is interesting to see how the season, the fourth best conference in America, that is the Sun Belt. How many teams, Joe and Chili? How many nine. teams are bowl eligible? Nine. nine. Nine of fourteen, and there's still two more teams. I think this weekend, right? I think there's two teams. You got three, it, three left. That three, can get three there. left. Three left. Okay, three right, left can get there. Okay, three left that can get there. Three left that can get there. So you're going to tell me I'm not quick with math, but nine plus three is twelve, and twelve of fourteen. That's pretty good considering. Um, that means we're going to have twelve of fourteen teams at least six and six or better. That's look. That's outstanding, man. That is. So we got Old Dominion awesome. at five and six. Marshall okay. at five and six. And do they? The do they play each other this weekend? Six. All right, who who do they play each other? Well, I, we'll get I'm, into that. Yeah, that's coming up. Gotcha. But those are the three teams that are five and six right now. Okay. All right. I know we'll so do all pick them up. on Wednesday, but right. Here's what we got coming up. Arc State travels to Marshall. Mm. Kurt Signetti's cell phone and ego come to Conway. Mm. Troy at Southern Miss. Georgia State at Old Dominion. ULM at Louisiana. Georgia Southern at App State and South Alabama at Texas State. Now, interesting. We'll, I know, I know, we'll get into it Wednesday, but correct again for those the the cleanest direct path for Coastal to play in the Sun Belt Championship is just BJMU. Period. Mm-hmm. The secondary yeah. path is Georgia Southern beats App State. That is mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yep. Now that because because now that they lost to ODU, they've got four losses. It doesn't. They're out. They're Southern's out. out. Southern's, Southern's out. out. So literally, that's it. That's the, it. That's it. And I and, look. I I'm not. I'm not, not going to give you like an early bet, but I don't foresee Southern going to Boone and winning that game. Ah, uh, you never know in that rivalry, man. You <laughs> never know. I mean, 2019, they went up there, had no business winning, none. That was Drinkwitz's one year at App, and they were great, mm-hmm. and they found a way to lose to Georgia Southern. So pay attention to Southern Miss and Troy. They get up for that rivalry, y'all. They get up for that ball game. They do get up for that game. I, I pay, agree pay, att- pay, pay attention to Southern Miss and Troy. Okay. We're, we're I mean, it, it's not a 100% given yet that Troy's going to host a championship game. I saw that. So if Southern not Miss beats. Yeah, not, a, not 100% a given. So we'll, we're going to find Southern this. Southern Miss, Troy. And we'll, we can we can review this more on Wednesday because we got to yeah. get a couple other things here. But. Yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily a given that Troy's going to host. Just putting that out there. Yeah, and just so, kind of going through some stuff to wrap up here. Uh, congrats to women's basketball. You are at two and two now with your victory yeah. over Furman, 78-72. Good job, job, ladies. Um, men's basketball fell this afternoon to College of Charleston, 80-72. to That was the last game in the Myrtle Beach Invitational. I think the men return to action maybe Saturday or Sunday of this week when they play NC Central in Conway. Correct, North Carolina Central. That's right. I think it's but Friday night. But the day outside of coastal football is our volleyball team. They are yeah. our conference champions. Congratulations, ladies. I just, I mean, is there a superlative? I mean, I'll watch the game, and I feel yeah, like. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a superlative. 
You know yeah, what, Jalen Stout, you're the right side. 22 kills today. 22 kills. Go you know, I think she hit over 600 in this thing. I just an app. I mean, th- that those are monster volleyball numbers. He leads those are monster the, numbers. He leads Incredible. the country in triple doubles yeah. as a freshman. As a freshman, dude, at yeah. Coastal. I mean, that is like, I don't think people understand something, man. That is incredibly challenging in basketball, but it's incredibly challenging in volleyball for a triple double. But it's even more incredible to do it as a freshman. As a freshman, here here's something else I saw. Did you know the Sun Belt has seven teams inside the RPI top ninety nine in volleyball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's that's incredible, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That tells you how strong that conference is. And I know Coastal's not in it, but the Sun Belt has guess what? Five men's teams playing in the Elite Eight in soccer right now. Five. Nation's number one men's soccer conference is the Sun Belt. I know Coastal's not in there. We'll get back. We're going to get back. But that, that just tells you the strength of the conference. And for those that listen to us, again, we promise we're going to start to highlight a few things. But women's volleyball, great job. I mean, how about that entire program with what they had to go through with the coach transition and then um, and some yeah. and, and some transfers and things like that to then just go out and dominate the conference, man. That's that awesome. Thir- that third set today was epic. 30 to 28. Looked like yes. Coastal was kind of down and out some some, time, some points along the way in that set, and they kind of were, and they battled back, battled back, and won the third. When they won the third set, I, I thought, okay, yep. they're up 2 okay, here we go. And they took the lead in that fourth set, and just, you know, Stout was, Stout was just unbelievable. Just feed her the ball, bright side kills, just one after another. JMU had no answer for that. And I'm reading on Phenomenal. the Webs. On the NCAA website, too, um, the selection show for volleyball will be one week from today on the 26th. Oh, nice. I'm reading that so we'll know. So we'll have we'll an idea next week. By the, on the next Sunday strut about where our ladies will be playing and who and all that good stuff. Well, hopefully we're celebrating a boy. Uh, our boys going to uh, the Sunbelt Championship, and our ladies will know where we're going for the uh, the tournament. Man, that'd be, that'd be an epic yep. Sunday. That'd be a great so, strut. That'd be a it? great – Man, what a strut. Greatest Sunday strut of all time. Uh, here's the timeline, be. by and the way. And then, of course, I'll, 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 be, I'll be celebrating my victory in the Pick'em for this year. I'll, be, I'll, I'll have the trophy in the hand. <laughs> You'll be the uh, namesake of Tegan Brown's squid or octopus. That's exactly that right. I'm. So, that's the most exciting part about all this. It will bear your name forever, Joe. Oh man, he's got. I can. He's got. I can, hey, you're gonna have to put it up there on your mic or something, man. Where you got the tape up there on your mic, where we can yep. see it every time, and just let it, let it burn. But I gotta, uh, I gotta come up with the your shoulder, like it's your sidekick. <laughs> we do. Hey, after this, that year, would do, be something there, Chili. That would be. That's the thing. <laughs> Little we joke. do need a strutty trophy, though, man. We need it. We need to. Uh, tell you what we do. We can put that out as a uh, as a poll question about what the trophy should be. Uh, that we had, that we, that we, we pass it, it around. What's your name? And how we pass it around, basically from winter to winter. But um, man, what an exciting week! How much time we got? A couple minutes here. About two about minutes. Two three minutes. What an exciting week, man! What an exciting week! Thanksgiving. I got birthday Thanksgiving, and JMU at home on Saturday, man. I gonna be a great week, man. Gonna God be a great week. Gonna be it's a, a great week. It's a good time week. to be a shot and a member of this podcast because my anniversary is the day after the. Uh, JMU victory. There you so, go. Oh, it's the next Sunday. It's the next day. We're celebrating the very we're that whole weekend. We're going to be up there the whole weekend. So, okay, it'll be All our right. anniversary the same weekend. 
My my yeah. Lenny, Lenny, my our anniversary is on the thirtieth. I mean, on the twenty uh, seventh, be our thirtieth year. So we're right around Thank the corner there. too. Got a lot. Got a lot to talk about. Got a lot, lot to talk about. about. We're gonna talk about a JMU win. Next hey, we'll go. be we'll be recording on this Wednesday, which is my birthday. So uh, look at there. I'm, yeah, man, and uh, it will be recorded a little late because uh, my my wife is committed to a. Uh, she asked me what I want for my fortieth birthday, and I said a good steak. My boots cleaned up. And I want the entire family to go do a little deer hunting together for the first time in since like ten years ago. So that's what so we're going to do. Big four we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big four zero. Uh oh. I know I look. I know I, I know I look. I know I look twenty nine, Chili. I know I look twenty nine. That was so. exactly what I was thinking. Yep. <laughs> All right, <laughs> gentlemen. Let's hit a shots up. Shots up. up.